Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Relationship Center Podcast and we are glad that you're tuned in. My name is Anes Wamboe. I'll be your host for today. And in studio with me is the one and only... David Kimani. And our guest in studio who's been with us for the past few weeks is... Andrew Karaoke. Andrew Karaoke. Karibu sana, it's good to have you here. And we've been, we've been doing a series on the crisis of manhood and talking about the things that hold men back. And we've looked at a number of Bible characters. We looked at Adam, we looked at Cain... Today we're going to look at a famous Bible character by the name of Samson. You guys, huh? Samson. What comes to your mind when you think of Samson? Muscles. <laughs> ah, David and muscles. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Andrew, uh, Samson. Samson is just uh, an enigma. I mean, this guy is in the Bible Hall of Fame. Eh? Mm-hmm. But when you read the, his account, you're like, what? He actually is in the Hall of Fame. Hebrews, Hebrews 11, right? Mm, that's uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. But you read his story and you're like, what's with this guy? Yes. Yeah. What's with this guy? So it would be really interesting going through uh, his story as, as we look at it today. Oh, wow. You guys wow. have dismissed muscles. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sawa, for David's sake, Samson is muscles. Hmm? Not just that. No, but There's a truth there. Honestly. Yes. <laughs> the fact that Lord, the Lord can give us physical power. Mm, to demonstrate the mighty arm of the Lord. <laughs> I True. Sometimes, True sometimes we overlook it, but he, he, he can, can manifest he can. physically. Yes. yes. But you know, uh, is it a guarantee that Samson had muscles? Because I think that's, in, in our human understanding, we think if you are super strong, you must look like this buff guys on wrestling. You know, the Bible just says he had supernatural strength. Period. Yeah. He could but have looked he, like he, me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, actually, quite. By the way, uh, uh, that be the case. Oh my, yeah, muscles, muscles of the mind, eh? uh, inward muscles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah by the way, because I mean, he, he, we, we, I mean, we just often assume he looked like this Hercules guy. <laughs> maybe, maybe the reason why even the Philistines kept underestimating him is because he was just a slim guy. He looked like an <laughs> <dreads>. <laughs> <laughs> with dreads. Uh, with dreads. dreads you know? Now, Andrew, we did a caricature of you with dreads. <laughs> that, that's what we are going to put on the post <laughs> podcast cover. Yeah, we should on the cover photo. So, I, I, uh, I guess we'll, we'll listen after that. <laughs> you know, and then we have him like uh, holding one fist in there saying, Pans the bliss man. Give him a track number seven. Select a wag one. <laughs> a, man, a man called D. Samson. Uh, Pans the bliss DJ. <laughs> You guys are killing me. Boom, Give me a D-Lion. Give me, Give me a D-Lion. We're <laughs> <laughs> going down to speak to Delilah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Samson, so, so we just think Samson was muscular. Samson was a reggae head. Samson was a, you know? Uh, some people say Samson was black. You know? I don't know. But... I've seen him portrayed like that, and I was like, <laughs> where did they get yeah. that idea from? <laughs> I know, but right? You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Many yeah. things, many things. Many things think <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think we are more concerned about the complexion of his skin. That's the, We're really concerned about his character, right? And as yes. we talk about masculinity, I think there's a verse that we're going to read from Judges 16, verse 20. And this will be an anchor verse to just help us um, look at the life of Samson. I'm going to read from the NIV UK version. This is what it says, Judges 16:20. Then she called 
Samson and this she is Delilah. Then she called Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He awoke from his sleep and thought, I'll go out as before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Now, um, for people who may not be familiar with this story, this is a very, very key moment in the life of Samson. I think maybe I could just summarize it. You know, Samson is this great guy who has been born in the tribe of in, in the land of Israel, and the Lord has raised him so that he could deliver Israel from the enemies around the enemies around Israel. Mm-hmm. So. Israelite, the Israelites kept sinking back into idolatry and the Lord had warned them when they came to the promised land, don't sink into idolatry. But they disobeyed because another generation that did not know the Lord uh, came after Joshua. And so the Lord started to raise political leaders called judges. And these leaders were also spiritual leaders. They doubled as both political and spiritual leaders and they would liberate Israel. And so the Lord raised many leaders, guys like Gideon, Jephthah, Barak, and he comes to a place where now he raises one of them called Samson. And Samson is different from these other judges because Samson has got supernatural strength. His strength is not like that of an average human being. He's got supernatural strength. He can lift heavy things. He can do crazy things. And he's a Nazarite. Um, if you guys remember what a Nazarite was supposed to do in the book of Numbers, a Nazarite was meant to be a very pure person. Mm. He, was a, he was a leader, first of all. People looked up to him. He was meant to be sexually pure. He was meant to be morally pure. He was not meant to drink any alcohol. He was not meant to cut any hair on his head. He was meant to be, um, you know, he was meant to grow his hair. He was meant to be set apart. He was not meant to touch any dead animal. He was meant to live a very pure, perfect life. All right? So to speak, perfect in quotes. And um, Samson is born into the land of the of, of the of Israel, and he, he doesn't seem to fit the script, huh? <laughs> And it gets to a point where he has a lot of ups and downs and he comes to a part where now he trusts Delilah, a woman who is out to fleece him. And this woman eventually tricks him and this woman shaves his hair. Mm. And with the hair he shaved, Samson wakes up when the Philistines are coming to arrest him and his strength was in his hair, by the way. Mm. So Samson thinks, oh, I'll destroy these guys as before. I'll shake myself free. And then verse 20 says, he did not know that the Lord had left him. It was at this point that Samson was captured and his eyes were gouged out and he was thrown into prison. Mm. And that was the near tragic end of Samson. Right? The story goes on, but mm. at least up to where that is, mm. that, that, that's how the story goes on. But if you don't know the story of Samson and you'd like to read it in details, we'd encourage you to go to your Bible and just read um, from the book of Judges. I think it's from chapter 13, going forward all the way to around 17. And you'll see the story of Samson. So, gentlemen, when you just look at Samson's life at a, gl- at, at a glance, what do you see? Um, what stands out? What bespeaks as we talk about masculinity and responsibility? Maybe I could start with you, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Ernest. Um, <clears throat> you know, the, the thing about uh, Samson here is in the Bible, there are only three births uh-huh. that are spoken about that God speaks about before they happen, mm-hmm. before even the child is conceived. Yeah. And those are Jesus, mm-hmm. John the Baptist, mm-hmm. and Samson. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He made yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> he was that key, a figure, that mm-hmm. God would announce him. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, as as you read that scripture you know uh, Ernest, um in in verse 20 16 judges 16 verses 20 and here you know uh, it says uh, when samson awoke from his sleep and thought i'll go out as before and shake myself free it just brings to mind how irresponsible we can be as guys mm-hmm. when we just keep on assuming presuming yeah that who we are what we have what we have achieved accomplished is us you yes. know the, the the macho guy yes you know? and i mm-hmm. and then the bible says but he did not know that the lord had, that left, the lord him. had left him Ooh. yeah yeah and how often does this hit us as guys yeah that you know we are out there thinking <laughs> that we are the greatest thing that has happened yeah never counting our mistakes never showing humility yeah uh, and and um, recognition for those who have worked with us mm-hmm. we get so self-centered yeah. become so self-absorbed, self-absorbed. Mm. and it's as if samson it's as if samson's um samson looks at his strength in one area compensates for his weakness in character absolutely mm. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 i i think the thing that comes out for me is cockiness pride yeah i mean see i can do this i've done it before yeah. so what can happen mm-hmm. which is something i think as men we contend with the mo- you do something and you do it once you do it well you do it twice you do it better then you think it's about me yeah mm-hmm. it's about me And, so you're so confident in the, in the areas you've done well. <laughs> yes, and confident in self. Yes. Rather than knowing that even that what you're doing is a God-given thing. Mm. It's God who gives you that gift. Is yeah. one I like gives what you Paul that says. Paul says, what is it that you have that you've not received from God? It's Paul the apostle says that, yeah. 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 Um, and so we, we we feel because I'm 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 a great basketballer, I'm great in what I do, I'm a great sales guy. Mm-hmm. It's about me. Mm-hmm. Not understanding, it's a gifting that God has given you. Yes. And so and you discover that's the reason why many men then end up not fulfilling the purpose of living out the fullest yes because it's about me yes yes it's about me mm-hmm. and so in this case you see he wakes up and just thinks you know what I've done this before yeah we can do it again yes and he had defeated philistines before the lord mm-hmm. had granted him supernatural strength he had gone out he had he had destroyed there was a particular time when he had the jawbone of a donkey Mm. and he slaughtered an entire army of philistines mm. over a thousand a men thousand, wow with the jawbone of a donkey i mean this guy was the man don't forget he looks like me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with dreads you with need the hair actually, <laughs> actually there were seven yeah seven dreads huh? seven so you you need to like uh, get a weave or something you know we just uh, <laughs> great <laughs> <with you. laughs> so so imagine a thousand men eh? defeated with that jawbone and this guy must have been looking at his past successes and thinking he did that he yeah. did that and how many times do we do that as men where we look at past successes and we revel in them and they give us some sort of confidence and we even look at that success and we think that the success that we had is proof of god being with us but at times it could mean that the success was just god working in spite of us not necessarily because of us you know and that for me is a, a key thing guys that you know god is about his business yes he's doing what he's doing yeah 
for his purposes and in his way. Yes. You cannot just simply assume that because he is doing his thing, mm. you're in the right place. Yes. Because I killed a thousand you. Philistines with a jawbone, then I'm doing well. He may use you. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you're necessarily in the right place. Oh. It doesn't mean he knows you. It doesn't mean he's with you. Yes. Yes. So so we're basically telling men, don't confuse your gifts and your abilities for the presence of God. Boom. 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 Uh, in <laughs> fact, if you can just uh, repeat it again, slowly, and then put... <laughs> <laughs> don't... No, no, I forgot. No, gosh. <laughs> don't confuse your gifts. <laughs> Don't d- don't assume that your gifts mm. and your abilities mm. are proof of the presence of God. Yes. Because um how many times did Samson do the wrong thing? I mean, if you look at the life of Samson, you realize that him being a Nazarite, there are certain things he was not meant to do. Mm. That God had already called him. I mean, his father in John 13, his father was Manoah. He had received this message from an angel very clearly that this guy is meant to be a Nazarite. Mm. It was known. One, this guy was meant not to touch a dead animal. What did he do? He killed an animal, a what? A lion. Right. He, he tore it like you tear a young goat. And then a hive of bees, you know, encircled that that, 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 that carcass and with time they created a, a nest, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a hive, all right? A hive rather. And honey was in that carcass. Samson comes along, he sees the same animal he had killed and he dips his hand in that honey he literally defiles himself, mm. goes ag- goes against the the, the the rules and the uh, the ordination of God, and he eats that honey. And you would think Samson would go into repentance, saying, "Oh my goodness, I'm <laughs> I'm a Nazarite. I've messed up. I shouldn't be doing this." Okay. He just nonchalant. He's like, "Yeah, whatever." Mm. He mm. moves on. Absolutely. And and you keep wondering, dude, you you are really going against God's word. But who cares? I'm strong. <laughs> who cares? I've muscles. Mm. And then he's meant to um, be sexually pure. He's meant to be devoted to the work of the Lord. If you read uh, Judges 16 verse 1, it says one day Samson went to Gaza where he saw a prostitute. He went in to spend the night with her. It's so casual. He's just having casual sex, you know. He's living, he's the antithesis of a Nazarite. Yet, he's a Nazarite. Mm. But there's this thing in him that makes him feel like, I see, I, I can still kill Philistines with a jawbone, you know? I can still do these things. In fact, it shows itself right there Uh in that scripture. Yes. Because he went and spent the night with a Philistine, uh, with with a prostitute. Yes. Mm. Then when the people of Gaza were told, Samson is here. Yeah. You know, these are the Philistines. They're like, let's kill this guy. Mm. They plan and they come out. But, you know, Samson just decides, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up and Tear the city gates apart. Yeah. Eh? yeah. Mm. You, know, you know what city gates are? They're huge. Yeah. They're those huge. huge. Big fortress gates. Yes. And he just tears them off. And basically, what Samson is doing here mm. is doing what we often do as men. Yes. Yeah. Fine. I have a casoro here. Yes. I have this thing that is not. Yeah, I know it's questionable. This pornography. But I'll cover it up. Mm. Yeah, with my goodness, this infidelity. My yes, yes, I'm going to. You know, yeah, I'm. Di- I'm. I have this yeah. pornography issue, mm. but you know, I'm. Um, I'm addiction, I'm, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm helping a children's home. Yes, and I am uh, giving from the charity of my business yes. and what have you. Mm. And that 
and that compensates for my lack of character. Mm. <laughs> oh man, I hear that all the time. I mean, when when I minister to men and 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 men come and and they, they want to confess their sin. Mm. All right? Mm. And at, at the onset it seems as if they come very clean and very humble. They say, "Hey man, honest, I'm I'm struggling, huh? Um I'm I'm not being faithful to my girlfriend. I'm not being faithful to my wife. But you know, at least I provide for her. Yeah. <laughs> Samson. I, I, I pay That's Samson. Teams. That's Samson. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm. I, I may not be faithful to my wife, but at least I'm a good father. Mm. At least I I'm, I always see the kids. That is Samson. Mm. You know? Mm. I I uh, uh man, so I was flirting with this chick. I know she's not my wife. Uh but but at least I'm always home on time. And your strength in one area does not cancel out your lack of character in another area. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Samson's need to just get to a point where they actually say, uh, I am not being a Nazarite. Despite all this. And you know, at times people praise us for those things we do right. When you lift up those city gates. Which is absolutely, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Yeah? So, um, you know, here's a guy who's established a huge business. Yeah. Uh, he, he's managed to establish his family. He's bought a good house and property in Karen and you know his kids go to the best schools mm. and, and his his wife is well set out and everything how does that compensate for having a mpango akando yes yeah yeah it does not compensate it doesn't and while we salute that earthly achievement mm. it does not take away our irresponsibility yeah. as a man yeah we are still being irresponsible and we must face it we must face it and begin to do the right things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that in a little while. Yeah, David, you yeah. had some thoughts. <laughs> so as as I look at this story, it's interesting because I think Samson, one of the things that the thing that haunts him is a weakness many men have. We have, which is women. Mm. How we handle women. My gosh. Or how women handle us. <laughs> I think you know, we think we, how are, we, <laughs> we think we are handling them. <laughs> they are the ones in control. <laughs> <laughs> other, oh man, yeah. women. Because mm-hmm. the first line he says, "There's a woman a in studio, by the way. She's silent, so <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. she's a um, silent listener to mm-hmm. this conversation." Yes. The first sentence he says is, "I want that woman." Yeah. When he speaks, to the first sentence we hear him saying anything. That that, that that is, in, I think, that uh, judges that fifteen or fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, judges fourteen. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. Then in sixteen, we see him go, go and sleep with his prostitute, and there's no remorse mm. again. But then, just before twenty. Uh, where she lulled him to sleep on her knees. No, that's Delilah. Delilah, Delilah 16, now, chapter yes. sixteen now. Sixteen nineteen. So he's been, so these are three women. On so her lap, yeah. Not so, on her knees. so so it begins with <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It begins with the woman at Timna, chapter fourteen. Mm-hmm. So that's the first woman. Yes. And by the way, he didn't marry her. You he didn't, didn't marry her. her. The, actually, the Bible says that. <laughs> the, the, the Bible, sorry, it's just a very funny verse. The Bible says Samson's wife was given to his best man. So in the midst of, of this chillest, he even had a wife. Sorry, people don't believe that. Let me just no, say yeah, that. Yeah, he had a wife. Judges 14, mm. verse 20. All right? Is it verse 20? Judges 14, verse 20. So it begins by saying, let me just get there. Judges 14, verse 20 says, um, so his wife was given, this Samson's wife was given in marriage to the man who had been Samson's best, best man, man at yeah. the wedding. Mm. Because Samson... He he got so angry that this wife of his revealed his secret, mm. and, and not the secret of the hair, the secret of a riddle he had given. Yeah, 
And so he got so angry and just he left the wedding ceremony and just walked away. Mm. Imagine if the groom just walked away. Mm. <laughs> you know, he mm. came in after prison worship before the vows, he just walked away and he never came back. And then the best man is told, wait, wait, oh Dave. <laughs> That's what happened. So he, he didn't have regard for her. Then the second one was a prostitute, mm. but then now you're talking about uh, Delilah. Delilah. Yeah. Delilah was the third woman. Yeah. Uh, and and it's interesting because uh, Andrew is right. My version says in her knees, uh, some other versions actually say he he slept on, on her laps. Okay. And I'm thinking that is uh, a vulnerable uh, place. <laughs> of another book. Yeah. yeah. And, and how many men lose it yes. by allowing this to happen? Mm. You know this is not your wife. You know this yeah. is not the woman you're supposed to be yeah. with. And you do that. Yes. And you discover it doesn't matter how much cash you have. In fact, the biggest thing that brings down most men mm. is misuse of women. Let me tell you. Do you know the power of a woman? Uh, do you, the, the power a woman has <laughs> over a man. It, th- there's a verse that says, I read this recently, it's in Ecclesiastes 7 verse 26, just listen to what it says, Just it says, this is Solomon speaking, he says, I discovered that a seductive woman is a trap more bitter than death. Her passion is a snare and her soft hands are chains. Those who are pleasing to God will escape her, but sinners will be caught in her snare. Ecclesiastes 7 26. Yeah. And just to clarify, we're not bashing women, <laughs> yes. we're simply telling men to be careful on how they handle the relationship. Of course, women. definitely. Because yes. um, <laughs> I I don't know whether we are talking about handling a relationship <laughs> or we are just looking <laughs> at, at what I would call uh, Samson, the, the, the gambler. Yeah. This yes. guy mm. loved to walk on the edge. Yeah. Just think about it. Right? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. The reason he lost his first wife mm. is because he took a bet. Yeah, just he lost of, a bet. You know, <laughs> out of it, he, he, he betted and he lost. Literally, the fields burned. Bet, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And then uh-huh. he, he goes, does this thing with a prostitute, meets Delilah, and this moment when he's lying on her laps, this thing has chewed my mind so many times. <laughs> she asks him six or seven times. Yeah. What's the secret to your strength? Mm. No, it's and now the stre- his physical strength. Yeah. His only asset. His only asset. His business. <laughs> you know? Password and Pesa. That's uh, Toboa. <laughs> eh? The thing that makes him thump his chest. Mm. Exactly. In fact, it's almost his identity. His identity, yeah. She asks him six or seven times. And yeah. she's not asking him in a way that... She, he cannot understand what she's looking for. Mm. She, he gets it. Yeah, she wants to know how I would lose my strength, and he keeps playing tricks. Mm. You know, mm. if you bind me with uh, seven uh, new bowstrings, new <laughs> bowstrings or whatever it is, you mm. know, then I will lose my strength. Mm. And he's walking, literally walking on the edge, mm. to see how far can I, yeah, can I push this? Can I push this? And. We do that as men. We want yeah. to walk on the edge. And, and even as we walk on the edge, we see the danger. Because, you know, Delilah, Delilah did not just ask for his secret and then go like, oh, okay, that's nice. Delilah went ahead and tried to execute the plan. Exactly. <laughs> Are you seeing that? Mm-hmm. Even the Philistines came. Yeah, the Philistines came. Mm-hmm. And you would think that Samson would arise and say like, Delilah, we need to talk. I just told you my secret. What's up? You would think they would have a very serious conversation mm. concerning uh, secrecy. I, I mean, at that point, after the first two times, it's very obvious that this woman is trying to kill you. Mm. But he still doesn't care. He's walking on the edge. Mm. There's something careless about him 
that just keeps him walking on that dangerous edge because mm. he thinks that somehow he'll stand. You know that the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10:12 if you think you're standing take heed lest you fall. I mean I just see Samson in that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and it it manifests in us as men every day in in lit, even the smallest in things traffic, you know. Yeah. So you're driving you know? it's 50 but you <laughs> send me try 55. <laughs> Forget even being yeah. polite. Have you seen the way guys drive through uh, cutting each other? I mean a guy is coming down Waiyaki way and he's zipping in between cars and you can see disaster. Yeah. yeah. You can see it happening yeah. right before yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah. we keep doing it. And now away from the traffic. Let's go to the human traffic. <laughs> What <laughs> how, how do we speed like that when it comes to um relationships with one another because I mean this is the relationship center podcast. Mm. How, what 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 kind of over speeding do we engage in uh, like Samson where we are seen this is clearly Delilah binding us mm. but we still go ahead we still do it everyone yeah, sees it it is obvious but we still do it you're flirting and uh-huh. you know you shouldn't be doing uh-huh. you should not be chatting at two in the morning yes and you're doing it yeah. and it's not chatting for you know I'm I'm distressed I've not eaten any <laughs> you know <laughs> Lisa, what you wearing and I could reply full armor of god Kuni dema meokoka unaachana na yeye. But of course yeah, meokoka so ana respond kitu kingine, eh? Yeah. It's it's those things. You, you shouldn't be doing it. You are and you know that. You know you're not supposed to be you're, you're married. Why are you sitting with, you know, with a woman at 10 p.m. in a dark corner mm. in a place and Can- she's canceling her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or it's a client discussing her, you know, the next big Please. deal. Yes. Uh, but the yeah, the the deal where your hands are and yeah. her hands are Yeah. It's a deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself on her lap like Delilah. Exactly. Yeah. E- exactly. And you know you shouldn't do it. Yeah. And you, you still do it. But you you the reason you go ahead and do it is because like Samson you've fooled yourself into thinking that because you are a big shot in some other area in life mm. you have the audacity. Yeah? Plus and you have the, the the kind of you you you, you think you dare you can dare a full around with that kind of I will still fire not get burned yeah, yeah. you, you mean, still and must you stand i mean you know as <laughs> as men let yeah. me bring in one controversial one here mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. as men we always think uh, we are in control yes even we don't even have to be the big shot mm. as far as uh, relationships here are concerned with women we are in control why i know what i'm doing you know why you know why mm-hmm. i can't be raped ah right. yeah I can't be raped. Yeah. I have the control over whether so uh, we don't James fear. bond comes up or down. Women fear. Women can fear being in the presence of men because those men can be violent. They can take advantage of them. But okay. men don't. Why would you fear yeah. being in the presence of women? Yeah. And I mean that's not to say there are some men who are not raped. There are cases like that, you know? And in those cases like that man in Russia who was actually he was breaking into a woman's house. The woman like was a jiu-jitsu fighter, beat him up fed him viagra and forcefully raped him <laughs> right but those cases are like one in no, no, they are no, rare don't, but but don't you think don't you think yeah <laughs> guys that she went even too far she, she just needed to undress yes <laughs> <laughs> she just needed to undress yes the guy's goose is cooked yes. or am yeah. i missing something here yeah. no, yeah right so men are abusing their sexual power like samson in this no. case or what's yeah. the case what's the, what's that undermining 
their inability, if there's such a thing, uh-huh. maybe you can turn that yes, around. Yes. Undermining, undermining their inability mm-hmm. to be controlled about their sexual matters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, I can push this to the bar. Yeah. I can flatter as far as I need to. Mm-hmm. I can go out with this lady. You know, I can go to her house. You know, I I'm I'm a pastor. You know, I can go cancel her in her home. <laughs> And uh, oh. I I will walk out. There will be no issues. Nothing Even will if happen. she tries to seduce me, I, I am in control. Come I'm on, guys. I'm speaking in not. tongues. It's a lie. Speak in yeah. tongues. It's a lie. Mm. It's a lie. It's you a push. Lie. The, you keep on pushing the boundaries. Yeah. You keep on walking on the edge. Yeah. You know. I mean. I look at um, even my struggle with pornography. It it's when when I was deep into it. It's it it just came out of it because I kept telling myself I'm okay. I'd watch this entertainment and tell myself, I can handle that. Yeah. I'm over 18. It's and just I kept a movie. pushing it. I kept saying, are you going to judge a two-hour movie by a mm. two-minute sex scene? Mm. And I told myself, come on. And, and it's okay. One hour, 58 minutes is good. It's only those two minutes. And I kept pushing it, thinking I'm in control. But it was the Samson in me. Mm. And I get to, go to a point where now, the thing that I thought I was in control of was now controlling me. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then now... My hair was shaved, <laughs> like mm-hmm. Samson, all right? Because mm-hmm. not not my yeah yeah my hair was shaved, and when Samson's hair was shaved, and his eyes were gouged out, he was thrown into the pit, yeah. and um, I, I I think I know what it feels like to go that, to, to to go down there, and it had to take time for my hair to grow back, just like Samson's hair to grow back, mm-hmm. and my eyes my my vision to come back despite my eyes not being there, you know, because mm-hmm. Samson now regained his spiritual yeah, his vision, vision yeah. and his hair grew back, and at times it's not worth it you don't i mean experience the best teacher just not necessarily your experience mm. and i don't think god wants us to learn things that way mm. that we don't need to place ourselves in vulnerable foolish positions in the name of we can do it mm. you know that we can just say hey by the way um delilah is out to destroy me i need to just admit that hey it doesn't matter how spiritual i am how Awesome I am. In fact, if you look at the men in the Bible who constantly fell because of sexual sin, look look at look at David. You would say arguably the most spiritual man in Israel. Brought down because of that mentality. Mm-hmm. Samson, same mentality. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so many men in the Bible. You you, you Solomon. 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 The wisest man mm-hmm. ever. Ever. You know, apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, brought down. And the only person who I think stands out as an epitome of humility is Joseph. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Joseph. And he was raised up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Joseph he was raised up as much as they kept throwing him down. Yeah. He was raised up. Yeah. Because he knew his boundaries. You see, yeah. This is where Samson just loses it. Mm-hmm. This guy is completely lawless. Yeah. Th- that's it, brother. No that's boundaries. that's it. Samson is lawless. lawless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has no boundaries. He doesn't know where he has to stop. Mm. He tears apart the lion, comes back, finds bees have made a nest in it, and he wants the honey, and he just goes ahead, even mm. though he knows he's not supposed to touch yes. a dead beast. Mm. He goes for the Philistine wife, even though he knows mm. he's supposed to only relate with people within his, within his within tr- the tribe of Israel. He makes a bet when he knows he doesn't have the money yeah. 
to pay for he it. He actually had to go out and wound some men and steal from them Not in order to wound. pay. Kill them. <laughs> he Did he kill them? He killed them. <laughs> he killed them. Yes. On account of a bet. And you know, when we, we don't keep boundaries, mm. okay? You know, you, you talked about your struggle with pornography. And my own struggle with pornography comes back very clearly to me yeah. on how I would keep pushing the boundaries. Yeah. All right? So you start off with uh, soft images. Yes. Just, you know, pictures of naked girls. Half and naked. And it's exciting. Yeah. You know, I just look at it for a while and then I forget about it. But after some time, I want to see. I yeah. want to know how, how, how does she walk? Mm. What does she sound like? Mm. So you move into video clips. Mm. But from just seeing how she looks, how she walks, you want to know how does she feel, mm. you know, sexually. By this time, you're finding yourself now getting into masturbation. Yeah. Yeah? Along with the pornographic videos. And it keeps getting worse. You want to know now, you know, okay, this, this, this... Uh, the, penetrative sex is good what about anal sex and it keeps degenerating because you are unable to set a boundary it's for a yourself. rabbit hole mm. it's a rabbit and hole. you go and you go on it goes on to gay sex and and bestiality, bestiality and, yeah. and the dark masochism web masochism yeah. and oh, masochism oh my goodness mm. yeah it keeps going down it and keeps going down here yeah. I would like us to maybe just mention maybe one more thing about something. I don't know if you guys see any of this uh, just before we come to a, a conclusion. What do you think about accountability and Samson? Uh, Samson seems to be a lone ranger. Totally. This guy has walked alone. Even the authority set over him yes. is not good enough. So his mm. parents tell him very clearly, Yeah. Um, uh, we don't think this is a good idea for you. Mm. Yeah. But he just... He doesn't seem to be submitted to any authority. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah. David. You can't work alone as a man. Mm -hmm. you, this is a, a good example yeah. of a guy who did things on his own. And yeah. I, I think it's important to have men around you who stop you mm. out of love. Mm -hmm. um, and I think when we hear the word submission for most men, if, if I, if most, for most guys, they feel it's been sat on. Yeah. Yeah. Except and I understand this submission is 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 important for accountability. Yes. So do you have a mentor? Do you have a brothers who work with you? Mm. Who you can say, by the way, hey, this chick, yeah. I, I I yeah, I'm having my feelings. Yeah. Like dude. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know what to do. They will sit with you and have a real chat. You know <laughs> when you walk into an office meeting and you can see the way they're dressed and you know how the chicks you like are yeah. dressed, and you can tell a guy, Hey, yeah. Mm. Unasida. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Andrew. Let, let me just ask, yeah. uh, because this is, I think, where what would really um, <laughs> help guys find their feet. Mm. How does a guy move from having been told mm -hmm. uh, men don't cry, mm. men stand firm, tall, yeah. and strong, Yes. Uh, men don't show their emotions, mm. how does a guy move from that space mm. To being able to say, uh, you know, I've lost control here, yeah. or I I feel like I'm falling. Mm -hmm. I feel like I need help. I feel I need someone to help me watch this boundary. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't think I can handle my drink. Yeah. How do you help a man get there? Because if a man cannot get to the yeah. place where he says I need help, mm. or I'm afraid of whatever it is. Mm. You know, you can put 
17 Samsons around him and he'll I still know. get away with it. It's true. <laughs> and, and even with accountability, you c- he can manage that accountability. You tell them what he wants to tell and not tell. I, I, I believe, um, I, you mentioned something about Samson. You said um, that when Delilah um, took away his strength, it was his identity. Mm. And uh, Samson places uh, his identity on something that could be taken away from him. Something finite. If you place your identity on something finite, then you will only be as strong as that thing is. Your identity must be rooted on something infinite, something unshakable, something that uh, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all creation can separate you from it. What is that one thing that Ernest is identified with? And it describes who I am. It defines who I am. I proudly proclaim as honest is this and that can never be taken away from me because if i put that in my job hey um just a matter of years before someone more qualified than me comes into the scene mm-hmm. i could lose my job if i put that in my ministry there'll always be better preachers who'll come over if i put that in my ability to woo a woman there'll always be men who will woo women better than me heck there may even be a man who can woo my wife <laughs> you know True. and like you know I she know, may not go with him but, I, but i'll feel insecure mm-hmm. so my identity must be rich enough First of all, to understand that all these things that I've been told growing up, that a man does not, a man Because when you're told all those things, they're feeding into identity. Absolutely. You know, you've been told a man doesn't cry. You've been mm. told your identity is in not crying. Yes. A man does not, your identity is in this. A man does not. So there are those things we've absorbed from the culture, from the people around us. And there are those things we've believed in ourselves out of our egocentric self, like Samson, mm. thinking, I can handle this, you know. I can I can cancel this woman at midnight in her household alone. I, there's, there's a false identity that we've developed. And when push comes to shove, like in a moment like Samson, Judges 16.20, when a time comes when we lean on that identity, we realize that the Lord had left us. Absolutely. that mm-hmm. it cannot stand. Mm. Um, Judges 16.20, back to the verse that we started with, I think that tells us the answer. It says the Lord had left him. The only way for Samson to overcome those false ide- ideals of, of the identity he had been received is that the Lord was truly with him. Mm. In other words, what you're saying is, by this point, Judges 16.20, yeah. Simon, uh, Samson, yeah. forgive me, Sorry. Samson had forgotten that he was the Lord's agenda, yes, mm. and had started putting all his uh, um, activity, power, security, yes. everything in his strength. The presence the of the Lord should cover out our identity, and that starts with yeah. having a relationship with Him. Yeah, actually, because it starts who, with that. Uh, yeah, I normally say who I am is defined by whose I am. Yes, mm-hmm. and many of us, because we don't know whose we are. Then we use those finite things, yeah. money, uh, muscles, and yeah. hair, and whatever it is. Yeah. So if Samsung gifts. knew whose he belonged so to, if, if he knew whose he, be, whose he belonged to, yeah. and because then what happens is if you know whose you, whose you belong to, then you work even who's the things you you, whose you are. Then Sorry, you, you, you confuse up on a grammar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you glitch. Yeah. Um, then you do out everything you do. You do it out of love for him. Yes. So if there are things you want to do, uh, find uh, yeah, the flyer chicks, and you're thinking I would want to see her naked, yeah. but because you remember, by the way, I don't want to hurt my father, I don't yeah. want to hurt him, yeah. then I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I feel like I want to go and smoke something, but I realize my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, and yes. therefore because I love him, then I will not do it. And if I do want something, yeah. and and I'm inspired to honor him, yes. 
uh, then even the things that I desire, I must ask for them through him. Exactly. That if I want a woman, he, he I want a woman that he brings. Exactly. <laughs> All right? Yeah. If I want to serve God as a Nazarite, I want to do it his way. And that way my identity is set. Because um, there is freedom in being submitted to Christ. There is freedom in being submitted to this God. Yes. There is stability. The stability, but the moment I move out of it, instability yeah. reigns. And we also think that even the feelings we have as human beings, He doesn't know them. Yeah. And God created us. Yeah. He knows we have those feelings. Yeah. So I've had guys say, but they, you know, He's too holy to make for me to be randy. Mm. I'm like, you know, go back and submit that to Him. Yes. That, that He doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, he'll He'll give you a wife, and yeah. if she's not in her good, you know, feeling the mood and stuff, mm. pray for her to have the mood mm. for you. Mm. Uh, and and we think we cannot do that mm. and you know there are things we even think that he's not involved in but if you allow him to be involved in the mundane the minute things in your life mm. you'll do even greater so things so we think he's dealing with uh, the wars in afghanistan uh, exactly. but he's not dealing with my sexual life with my wife i'm like my wife and i we are, we are struggling or, or my wife and i want to do this or i'm fighting with my wife or my wife or you know your wife and i you and your wife are going through a tough time yeah. he's involved yeah so you he's get he's very involved yeah. and yeah. even for you even for the guys who become more in the, they get to their 40s and 50s and yeah. you know, Father Abraham decides he wants to sleep a bit more than he used to. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you discover, <laughs> you can go back to Father and say, look, help me. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you, so that when you do things, that, uh, instead of self-medicating and doing those things, you go back and ask him, give me the strength to do this. Then it's not about you. Mm. You know, my wife needs this. My, you know, my children need this. Help me to do that. But yeah. when you're doing it out of yourself, out of your yeah. Then this you, you you actually never realize. And incidentally, by the thing is about the, the thing about giftings, because you are good at what you do and over time experience and stuff, you even miss out the new thing God is gonna do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we must ask ourselves, do we trust that everything good for us yes. and the best thing for us is within Cause his will? Is within his will. Do we you, trust that? You see, what you guys are talking about actually does come out in this scripture. Yeah. Mm. Today's a day for 20s, so <laughs> Judges 15, 20 mm-hmm. actually says, Samson led Israel for 20 years in Look the day that. of the Philistines. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. 20 years, Simon was, uh, Samson was at the helm. Uh, and who is Simon by the way? I don't know <laughs> where <laughs> this Simon guy is coming. <laughs> 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 after this. Uh, Simon, I, I, please, you owe Andrew money. Just pay him <laughs> back. He can't concentrate on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Samson. Samson reigned over Israel for 20 years. He yeah. led Israel for 20 years. Yes. And that's what happens to us as men is we do experience God in the big things. Yeah. And we see our business is growing mm. and running over a period of time. Mm. But we forget to look at the small things. So Simon has uh, Samson. <laughs> Brother, we forgive you. Yeah, forgive. But we get it. The small things, those 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 disobedient children at home running wild. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um your your clothes, what you wear, you know, the fashion of the time. You just forget about all Come these on. things. Mm. And you, you you flow with what is happening, forgetting yeah. how you relied on God. Yeah. Very beginning for your daily bread, for your daily yeah. bread, mm. for your for that, even those small things that is scary because if you look around and just look at the, you know s- successful men, yeah, uh, first you see that number becomes a constant, yeah, yeah. You've done this for twenty years plus, mm. then it starts becoming about me, yeah, not about God, yeah. Yes. And, and I think it's a thing as men, whichever area, whether you're called to business, whether it's in your family, 
whether it's in ministry, be very careful. Yes. <laughs> no, as you're saying, that is the thing that's the, that came to mind. And, and when you ask how have we made it this far, you know, I did, I did, yeah. I did. Yeah. It's never God God's did. God's faithfulness. Yeah, God's yeah. faithfulness. And, and 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 even for us who you know, whether it's we are serving in church, whatever it is, to be very careful. Yeah. The f- first 15 years, you're you know, you're humble, uh, you know, some humility because God yeah. is here. Then you get it there. Then yeah. it becomes about you, and everyone is looking at you. And I think even in this case. It may not say that, but you know, everyone is, he was a leader. Yeah. So everyone knew he was this guy again mm. with muscles and the seven locks. Uh but he forgot. Yeah. He forgot. Yeah. Uh, it was not about him. It's not about, about him. him. And so I mean, then it becomes easy. God leaves the building mm. and you never realize that it's mm. empty. Yeah. Wow. This 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 has been a long conversation. I think this is the longest conversation we've ever had on the podcast. You know, <laughs> we are into forty four minutes, <laughs> uh, but but it's okay. It's all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's not about you. It's about God. It's about God. And so I would just like anyone out there who's uh, relating to Samson to just take some time and just uh, submit yourself to God. Submit yourself to him. Uh, trust that he knows better than you. Imagine you, you how old are you? You're, what, you're 32 and you've discovered something that the God of all time has never discovered. No, you don't know. Just submit to him. Trust that he's in charge. Trust that he's the king on the throne. And until next time, my name is Anis Wamboe. In studio with me, David Kimani, Andrew Kayoki. We'll see you next time on the crisis of manhood. <laughs>